to human and civil rights, environmental sustainability, democracy and equality. It presents ideas mainstream media won't. It's the leading source of local, national and international news analysis and discussion and debate to strengthen the anti-capitalist movement. It exposes the lies and distortions of the power brokers and helps us to better understand the world around us. Good morning, listeners, and welcome to Green Left Radio. And in the studio with me... Dennis. Yes, smaller team today, so less less laughter and boisterousness. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, we've got... The news item first up, we better move on with the show. It's Dennis, go for it. Yes, indeed. And uh, what? Yes, indeed. Uh, yes, indeed. And uh, uh, well, one th- one thing we should actually note to our listeners this morning is that the Green Left the Green Left Weekly is having a special two-week uh, edition. It's just that has just come out. Uh, uh, coming out ne- coming out next week due to the grand final long long weekend so not, not, uh, make, uh, make sure make sure to, to grab or, or order one from uh, your new from your nearest social science office <laughs> uh, uh, now first uh, well first first up of news we have a wonderful article here from pip Hinman addressing the the latest terror rates that that are fueling islamophobia so the new terror rates aimed terror, terror campaign aimed at young people, particularly Muslims, was launched in Sydney's western suburbs following the failed shootings of two people outside the Parramatta police station on October the 2nd. The tragic shooting of police uh, technician Curtis Chang by the 15-year-old Farad Khalil Mohammed Jabbar and his shooting by the Special Forces Police have allowed fear-mongering politicians a new round of Muslim bashing. And this di- time is being co- led by the so-called Mr. Nice Guy, New South Wales pre- Premier Mike Baird. Oh, God. <laughs> well, uh, and, and we've also seen the, um, uh, the newest uh, round of raids and arrests that took place uh, throughout this week in association with the... Mm. Uh, with this sort of a new uh, and so-called anti-terror campaign. Mm. That's the way it's well, well, and, well, and what's interesting? What's interesting is that a few people that they raided this time around were also the same ones that they raided last year at the, around the, around the same around the same time. Is that right? So they focus targeted the same people. Yeah, exactly. Actually, yes, in, yes, indeed. Are these, the, are these the people that were caught with um, plastic swords? Yes, that was, that was yeah, that, that exact that same guy, that same that same person was actually <coughs> was actually a target of the literally the, the plastic sword person. Literally, literally him. Yes. Has he, has he replenished his stocks of plastic swords in the meantime? Oh uh, well, I'm I'm, saying, I'm starting to get get the feeling that so this guy's gonna start preparing uh, uh, pre- uh, so pretty soon. That guy's gonna start uh, preparing tea for the officers of course. <laughs> Come raiding his house. It's ridiculous. Ah, but but really, really it's it's this it's these kinds of um, you know states uh, uh, these kinds of actions by the, by the state that are really helping to fuel the um, 
Islamophobia. Islamophobia. Not just yeah. yeah, Islamophobia, but also you know all the all the ex- all, all the extreme right right wing groups, the groups that we are that we are going to be facing off tomorrow in, Bin- in Bendigo and yes. uh, throughout mm. uh, th- uh, th- throughout the country. It's the um, they, they they keep sort of uh, shelling all this all this forward down down their throats and I mean. It's, it's propaganda, isn't yes, it? It's just, it's exactly. just in your face on TV, on radio. Exactly. They don't, exactly. They don't just get it's off the, it. It's that strong, the strong man image of you know, we've got it all under control. We're armored. We're armed. We're coming after all uh, the, these people. These people who are here to cause us harm. Yeah. But, but I think there's a bigger agenda. You know, I think this is the excuse for sending bombers to Syria. Mm. And it's an excuse for them to spend more, more money on defense. You know how they're building mm. submarines and everything in, in uh, South. Is this Western Australia? They're doing South, South Australia. So it's yeah. just spending more money on armaments, destructive things, as opposed to thousands of kids being homeless. They mm. don't build homes for them, but they have mm-hmm. to spend money on you know, frigates and, and, and submarines and bombers to see why. Yeah. And with, uh, and with, or I say with more bombers, with, with uh, and with sort of with more bombers, with spending more money on those, on those, well, they actually, they not only help to create more victims like the refugees, yes, but they also exactly. help, they also, they also help to alienate, uh, you know, uh, Muslim communities and other, right. other communities even, even further. Yep. And, you know, helping to create this vicious cycle of, well, you know, uh, of, the military, the so-called, yes. Terror, uh, and the young people going uh, overseas to fight. What, yeah, do, you, yeah, what yeah. do you want? You know, you create the environment for it, so they take off. Mm, exactly. And exactly. they complain about it. Mm. It's a bit like, you know, the, the U.S. invasion <coughs> of Iraq um, creating um, the, the, the ISIS um, phenomena, so to speak. Mm, so they mm. create their own enemy, and it's all oh, the enemies that are going to attack them. Mm, it's mm. it just, what kind of mentality is that? I don't get it. But anyway. Yes. Uh, moving further, the uh, <coughs> the resistance young socialist young socialist alliance is now offering us a radical a sort of a radicalization kit to young activists. Sounds good. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what a, what a uh, great new story to follow up. Don't on. Don't let the cops know. Yes. So uh, the <laughs> if uh, if those who have seen the uh, radicalization awareness kit that the government put out, well the the the, the, sorry, the radical community that the government put out that uh, consists of a 30-page booklet about linking environmental activism, alternative music to terrorism. Oh God! Uh, but but don't don't despair because <laughs> Resistance Young Socialist Alliance um, has something to offer instead. Uh, Mia Sanders, our national co-convener, has said. It's a joke that this government thinks listening to certain kinds of music or working for an NGO is radical extremism. Resistance seeks to work with young activists to, to, f- to find the most effective ways of challenging out-of-touch governments like the current one. What we need are more high school students, university students, and young people in general standing up to challenge the government agenda of environmental destruction and human rights abuses. So, and so, to help help them do that, for ten dollars, recipients of this uh, new uh, Resistance Young Social Science uh, kit will gain membership to Resistance, as well as the introductory subscription to Green Left Weekly. Yay! And high school students are offered the same kit for only five dollars. Mm. You know, the, the thing about young people ra- um, radicalizing uh, in this way is that. They can address questions like having to pay for higher education. Mm. I remember when I came in '78 to Australia. Everything was, 
education is free, mm. cradle to, to what do you call grave, mm. free education. Mm. You invest in young people. Here you have young people being deprived of education because they can't afford it. Add to that all the social elements of homelessness and, you know, the cutting back on the dole and all this sort of stuff. Why wouldn't they get frustrated? Add to that if you're a Muslim, it makes it worse. Mm. But any young person in this country, really, I mean, you have to despair. When you come out of uni and you've got a huge, you were just finishing uni, mm-hmm. Dennis, and you would know. <laughs> you know, the amount of dead people uh, gather and come out with, it's just atrocious. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, no, My wage for the morning. Yeah, that <laughs> average wage that Joe Hockey mentioned a while back when oh he was God, talking yeah. about housing affordability. Yes. If, like, a lot of people, well, I certainly don't earn that so-called average wage, and a yeah. lot of people I know <laughs> certainly don't earn that. They work no. full-time, but they don't earn the, the quoted $67,000. But as soon as you're earning that amount, of course, your HEX repayments get triggered. And That's right. Uh, yeah, you can your rent has gone up big yeah. time. Mm-hmm. So how do people earn a living? How do they eat? That's a pro- that's a problem, big yeah, problem exactly. for young people. Exactly. Uh, we move on now to news from New South New, New South Wales. There's been a, there's been a growing campaign for um, for uh, for, abo- for abortion rights in uh, uh, Sydney, and we have a <coughs> article here from Josephine De, De Costa, uh, also from Sydney. The in fact, in fact, it's more of an it's more an interview that she has been uh, she's conducted with uh, Green with Green, with Green Left Weekly, and on September on on September the twenty eighth, the New South Wales Green uh, Greens uh, launched uh, the end uh, end twelve, which is the um, uh, which has uh, essentially been sort of as a com- as a campaign to decriminalize uh, abortion in New-, in New South Wales, which is still treated in the uh, Criminal Act. Mm. Uh, and th- and these are some th- some of the things from, from from her speech that uh, that she that she was saying. The the problem is that really this law is unenforced with only a handful of prosecutions in the last few decades. It's confusing both for the people who want them and the people who perform them. That abortion is a crime because, uh, in practice, abortions are, regu- are regularly performed in New South Wales. The <clears throat> even now, even now, I am taught constantly about the importance of providing non non judgmental healthcare and ensuring that patients have both the best information about their health about the health possible and the best access to the health care that they need and want. 73% of people in New South Wales support the removal of abortion from the Crimes Act, a view, a view that's certainly in line with uh, how I've been raised. I've always uh, been told that my body and my life are my own, and that's how I will always treat my patients, regardless of their, he- uh, of their health issues. New South Wales abortion law needs to change to be in line with how people understand abortion, a key aspect of non-judgmental healthcare that allows women the independence to decide what they do with their bodies and their lives, and allows their doctors to provide them, them with support that they need. So, exactly. Just the de- cost there. Yeah, well said. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Um. Uh, next, uh, next, uh, next up on our news uh, reel is well, 
some, some, some good news for a change, actually. The New South University fee deregulation has been delayed, keyword, delayed <laughs> from uh, any, any further discussion in the parliament until the year 2017, which we can hail, which I believe we can hail as a victory for our, for the, for the student and for the university movement so far. Mm. Uh, so, uh, so why was it delayed? Well, the Senate blocked it or something, didn't it? Oh, many times, many times. <laughs> yeah, a, a hat trick of blockings there. Yes, yes, yes indeed. Despite Chris Pine's efforts to fix it, because he's, <laughs> he's a fixer. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's it's really it's really been the combination of uh, you know of almost of two years of relentless campaign by the. Uh, and by the National Tertiary Education Union, by the NUS, by the student activists, all like throughout throughout, throughout the whole country, you know, put, actually, you know, putting some prop, uh, some proper heavy pressure on all and every and all politicians across 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 the, across the whole spectrum mm-hmm. to ensure that university deregulation does not go through. We don't end up, that we don't end up with a hundred. Thousand uh, door degrees and move move into the uh, American style education system. Yes. Yeah. 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 But, uh, but, but actually, so also Sarah, Sarah Hathaway here writes that uh, students students might not have, might not have been able to take out pine with an axe, but they did successfully take out fee deregulation a second time due to ongoing pressure on cross-page senators to vote against the bill. The students organized a national day of protest action against the bill, as well as a number of small actions on campuses involving banner drops and lockouts. Lockouts, sorry. The purpose of the of these smaller campus-based actions was to target university vice chancellors, so that they would speak out against the fee deregulation, and they certainly did. They certainly mm. did. Mm. Uh, the student activists should be should be vigilant and ready ready to protest against whatever round of, of attacks comes next. It is important that student activists across the country seek to foster a grassroots democratic movement that can challenge government policies and attack that attack education and advance the cause of free, accessible education for all. Sounds good to me. Yes. They should reverse it. It's ridiculous that young people have to pay so much money. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's, well, it's not just reversing. It's, it's about reversing it back to the, uh, oh, well, back to back to the era of free of free education. Absolutely. Like like, like like we had before. They should cancel all student debts and mm. you know get on with it and, and make sure kids can afford to go to go to uni. Why shouldn't mm. they? Well, Every it's a right. Not, it shouldn't be a privilege. Mm-hmm. It's a mm-hmm. basic right, a human right, really. In, in fact, in fact, I, th- I think we should. Uh, this is what this is what should be put inside the Australian Constitution if we ever if we ever have a, if we ever if we ever have a constitution constituent assembly or people's constituent assembly <laughs> like they do in Ecuador or Bolivia or Venezuela. <laughs> make sure make sure that a- education is put into the. Uh, is put into the constitution. Yeah, constitution. This Sounds like education a great idea. from primary, to, from yeah, from kindergarten to postdoc. Or education, education <laughs> is a is a human right. You're covering your rights there. <laughs> exactly. I really don't know how much further we can go with that. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Let's go to a break and before the interview. You are listening to Greenleft Radio on the Friday morning breakfast show, broadcast live on 3CR Radio, 855 AM digital and streaming live on 3cr.org.au. Greenleft Radio is brought to you by the Greenleft Weekly newspaper, providing a weekly source of alternative information 
which aims to inspire action to put people and the environment before profit. Subscribe to Green Left Weekly by visiting the website at greenleft.org.au or call 1-800-634-206. For new subscribers, it's only $10 for the first seven issues. Okay, welcome back. Uh, We're having some troubles with communication here um, for the minute. So let's play. Do you have any other news you want to read? Um, Let's go to announcements. Do you have some announcements? Okay, we have a refugee rally coming yes. on Sunday. Yes, indeed, of course. We yes, in, yes, indeed, we do. So October, ele- so October 11th, Sunday at 2 p.m. We have the rally stand up, stand up for refugees. No turnbacks, closed manners, and the rule. No border force acts. This uh, this will take place on on state on state library at 328 Swanson Street a city and organized by refugee action collectives so make sure make sure you go make sure to, uh, come down and uh, support support the most vulnerable people in the world at the moment yes and of course and and of course uh, coming up tomorrow will be the rally for diversity say no to the UPF in Bendigo so the United Patriots front have have called uh, uh, another anti-mosque, anti-Muslim bigots uh, rally in, in Bendigo, and the entire community is coming out to oppose the neo-Nazi pro- propaganda. So, uh, as, as well as that, uh, supporters, supporters from from everyone will be go- will be going up to the Bendigo on on the same day. So at twelve at twelve noon, they will be meeting at Bendigo Town Hall, one one eighty nine to one ninety three. Hargrave Street, Bendigo. It's organized by the Bendigo Action uh, Coalition. Film uh, also coming up is our film screening, No Free Steps to Heaven. And so that's all, that'll be on Friday, October 30th. This is a 24, it's a 2014 documentary by an Israeli journalist who visited the Kurdish YPG and PKK fighters in, in uh, Ira- Iraqi and Syrian uh, Kurdistan. And the film Interviews Kurdish women fighters, at, uh, in, partic- in particular. So this will be at the Resistance Center, and uh, on Level Five, Four O Seven Swanson Street in the city, and presented by Socialist Lines and Green Left Weekly. And uh, finally, so we have we have the Socialist Lines Day School. So Australia's role in the region, racism, colonialism, and imperialism. This so, so on Saturday, November the seventh. We we have uh, <coughs> we, are, we, are, we, are, we have our day school from 11 a.m. to f- to 5 p.m. talking about uh, uh, a whole a whole a whole uh, range of to- topics from Australia's racist and col- colonial history to fight for self-determination among the Tamil and West Papua struggles to Australian imperialism in Pacific to t- to TPP and free trade agreements. And the closing, and <coughs> uh, the that will be held at the ETU office on at 200 Arden Street in North Melbourne. Sounds very really interesting. That should be a good, good one to come to. Absolutely. Okay. Okay. We have. Um, that's the end of the announcements, and we have Sarah Hathaway online. Indeed, uh, Sarah Hathaway, the national co-convener <coughs> of. Resistance Young Socialist Alliance. Good morning, Sarah. Morning, comrades. How's it going? Good, good, good. Fantastic. 
Not too bad. Um, so we were keen to talk to you about the Radical Ideas Conference, which is coming up from the 5th to the 7th of December uh, in sunny Geelong. Um, uh, in Sydney this time around. Oh, in Sydney, right. right. Yep. I've Sydney. obviously been uh, looking at some uh, <laughs> You've been misled, out-of-date information. <laughs> uh, that's, that's all right. We can, uh, all right, so uh, where in Sydney is that being held to? Uh, so it'll be in the National Office of Socialist Alliance, which oh. is in Ultimo, Sydney. Oh, very nice. Okay. Leafy Ultimo. Um, okay, so what sort of radical ideas are going to be discussed at the Radical Ideas Conference? No doubt the, the radical notion that we shouldn't trash the planet and uh, the uh, the crazy and radical idea that women should get equal pay and should be able to walk around in public without getting assaulted and uh, attacked and uh, things like this. Yeah, definitely. And, um, you know, we'll be playing some alternative music really loud as well. Ooh, sounds um, dangerous. <laughs> No, but definitely what you said. So, you know, we'll have some workshops um, on environmental politics, you know, why green capitalism can't fix the planet, um, a workshop on Latin America um, where we're hearing from Coral Winters who actually lived in Venezuela um, and helped organise brigades. Um, oh, cool. For all you Melburnians, we're getting Sue Bolton, who's the socialist on Mourn City Council, to speak. Nice. Um, and Aaron Milvagnum from the Tamil Refugee Council. Um, so we've got lots of really exciting guest speakers um, and pretty much every topic you can think of for um, young progressive activists. And Aaron Milvagnum is a Sri Lankan refugee who now lives in Melbourne and is a, a very much an activist and a spokesperson yeah. of the Tamil community. Yeah, and he spoke last year as well. He's a fantastic speaker. Okay. Um, now... About uh, a week and a half, two weeks ago, we heard the uh, the shocking story uh, of Karen, the environmentalist and student activist who who was radicalised by mixing with uh, fellow activists at university and listening to radical music. Now, I understand in response, um, Resistance Young Socialist Alliance have brought out the radicalisation kit. Uh, what's what's the nature of this radicalisation kit? Um, well, pretty much we've, um, we've rebranded, um, our membership pack. Um, <laughs> so for young people. So it's just Crazy a, meant people. to be a bit of a spoof. Yeah. Um, yeah, okay. so our radicalization kit is membership to Resistance Young Socialist Alliance, um, as well as a subscription to Green Left Weekly. Um, just as a way to encourage young people to, um, you know, don't sell out like Karen, don't be an NGO hack. <laughs> um, you know, be a real radical activist and join an organised activist party. Word. Um, <laughs> and there's been a targeting of Muslim youth in the Sydney area over the past few days. Um, what, what are your thoughts on that? That's This is like yeah. a recurring theme. It's just, it's really appalling and it seems that this is something that gets trotted out every time the government drops in the polls. Um you know, this, you know, targeting of the Muslim community at large, but it does seem that it's the younger people in the community that are being targeted. Um, and it seems that, you know, all these people are out to condemn, you know, radicalization of youth, but there's no one condemning the right, the constant racism and violence from the government that would be, you know, these young people would start to feel so isolated from society that they feel that, you know, 
you know, turning to violence or, you know, extremist politics or, you know, whatever it is, is their only way out. Hmm. Yeah, and there's, uh, I mean, something that I've seen constantly raised on social media is the fact that uh, there's, well, it's it's debatable as to whether you would even call this um, tragic killing of a police person in Sydney terrorism. It's like a lone person who went in there and have clearly got some serious issues and they've actually killed a police person. Whether you would categorise that as terrorism is, is highly debatable, but something that keeps coming up on, on Sydney media is how many people have been killed by terrorism this year in Australia versus how many women have been killed at the hands of their, their partners. And one of them is that the numbers are, like, it could debatably be said maybe there's been one or two terrorism-related deaths this year if you consider... Um, yeah, a, a single sort of deranged person as a terrorist, and meanwhile there's been like, what's the tally now? Like, sixty uh, women killed at the hands of their partners this year. Yeah, and it seems to me that um, the word terrorism seems to be a very racially uh, loaded term. Mm. Um, and just one example of that um, was there was a- a- ABC reported on the recent school shooting in the US yes. um, where a white kid, um, not for the first time, shot up their school um, and it was, oh, you know, poor white kid. He was a, you know, re- seemingly nice kid, obviously had some mental health issues. And then it switches to the shooting in Parramatta and says, terrorist act in Parramatta, Islamic yes. radicalised youth. And so, you know, one kid kills a whole bunch of people and another kid kills one and one's terrorist and one's just, you know, a troubled youth. Mm. Yeah, glaring, isn't it, the contradiction? Yeah. It's just amazing, the bias that goes on. Just because this guy have, If that guy hadn't been a Muslim, I wonder what they would have said. Mm. Yeah. And whether they would have done a raid, look police this morning have performed raids on the houses of young white people <laughs> because a young white person has, has killed someone or done something. Yeah. You never see that. Yeah. Um, and recently there was a uh, equal marriage rally out your way in Geelong. Can you tell us a bit about that? That, that seemed like a pretty wicked rally. Yeah, no, it was really exciting. Um yeah, so thanks to the local branch um, of Socialist Alliance, um, Geelong Trades Hall, um, and we had the support from a local Geelong City Councillor, um, we were able to organise um, Geelong's first ever marriage equality rally, which is something that we had been discussing for a number of years. Um, and basically what kicked it off is we were selling Greenwest Weekly um, out on campus at Deakin University, um, and it was the cover of Green Left that had Queer Pride Saves Lives. Mm. Um, and it just had massive reception, um, not just to, um, you know, queer identifying students, but obviously there's a lot of um, straight students that see this as a fundamental human rights issue. Um, and they're just, you know, totally boggled that Australia is probably, probably one of the last, um, you know, English-speaking first world white countries that hasn't legislated marriage equality. Mm. Um, so, I mean, that issue alone, I think we sold like 25 in just over an hour. We had people stopping 
chat and sign the petition yeah, right. um, and wanting to know how they could get involved. And so we said, oh, you know, we've definitely got to organise because um, there's a lot of interest around it. Hmm. Yeah, Sounds cool. Good. All right, well, we should probably wrap it up, but, uh, yeah, it's wicked to see uh, a whole bunch of young people represented out there in Geelong getting that uh, inaugural equal marriage rally uh, off the ground. <clears throat> so, um, yes, we will see you at the uh, Radical Ideas Conference in Sydney, December 5, 6, 7, and the website for that is radicalideasconference.com, yeah? One word, yep. Radical Ideas Conference. Yep, one word. <laughs> wicked. All right. Brilliant. Thanks for having me Thanks, on. Thanks, Sarah. Thank you very much. Okay, Sarah. bye. <coughs> Thanks, bye. Okay. Another show done and dusted. <laughs> it's amazing how quickly the time goes when you're having yes, fun. Yes, indeed. All right. Thank you so much for listening to Green Love Weekly and stay tuned for Beyond Zero Emissions. Oh, yeah. And next week we'll be back again with fresh news and I want to talk about what's happening in Newcastle. All right. That, um, yes. Week four. Mm. Yes. There's just some awful stuff happening there. Okay. Good morning, listeners, and we will be back next week. Thank you. Charges. This brings us to the end of the show. You have been listening to Friday Morning Breakfast with Green Left Radio. Green Left Radio is brought to you by the Green Left Weekly newspaper. Green Left Weekly provides a weekly source of alternative information which aims to inspire action to put people and the environment first. If you would like to subscribe to Green Left Weekly, and get it delivered to your door, you can do so by visiting the website at greenleft.org.au or call 1-800-634-206. For new subscribers, it's only $10 for the first seven issues. Thank you for listening. You are tuned to 3CR Community Radio 855 Digital on the AM dial and streaming live on 3cr.org.au.